0: Hey, what's up, good people, and welcome to the Beard Always Wins podcast. This is your boy, Mark Rashad, reminding you that, yes, the Beard Always Wins is a movement, it's a lifestyle, but more importantly, it's a podcast, good people, and once again, welcome back. Welcome back. Got a pretty loaded show for you this week. going to talk a little boxing, a little bit of anime, Michael Blackson versus everybody, it seems, and, um, oh, yeah, the day the Avengers war. Excuse me, the Adventures 2 Infinity War trailer dropped. And it's awesome. We're going to talk about all of that. But first and foremost, hey, got to give a shout out to my people. Awesome cuts. Mike Lane, I'll see you tomorrow morning when I get there. Um, Yeah, and I keep telling you, the best barbers in town. The best barbers in town. Also, got to give a shout out to my photography. Myself Photography. Listen, it's almost that season again wedding season, prom season. You need good pictures. Myself Photography. Find him on Facebook. Always, as always, listen to Best Cakes, Both Sides of the Mississippi. Tanny Sweet Empire. That's T-A-N-N-Y-S underscore Sweet Empire. Sweet underscore Empire. I, I've said that plenty of times. I keep messing it up. And also, um, two new people you need to check out. Adorn Yin. Adorn Yin. Uh, listen. Ladies, you getting married, going to the prom, you need you need a doing again. Listen, she'll come glam you up, doll you up, do whatever you need. And, uh, yeah, so hit her up. You can find her on Instagram, Facebook as well. And also, big shout-out, big shout-out. I'm so pleased and so happy to announce this right here. Uh, it's called Amore Janelle, A-M-O-U-R underscore Janelle. Ladies, listen, listen to me. You don't got time to do your hair, but you need a nice do. You know, I know you throw throwing wigs. You ain't got to go to Royal Boutique. You ain't got to go. No. Let's hit up Amore Janelle on Amore underscore Janelle on Instagram. Hit her up. Listen, she's, she'll make them. And she'll even teach you how to make a wig. I'm telling you right now, the girl is talented. Talented. And also, listen, in the near future, in the very near future, I got a big, I got give giveaway. I'm going to get, I got something I'm going to give away. Um, give you a chance to win something. And it's all just for listening to The Beard Always Wins. Because The Beard Always Wins, it's a movement, it's a lifestyle, it's a podcast. But I want you to win. So check this out. Real quick. I know, we talk, I, know I told you to talk about boxing. So last week we had uh, Wilder versus Ortiz. I'll be honest with you guys. I didn't think Wilder was going to win. I didn't. Actually, it wasn't last week. It was a couple weeks ago. But listen, I didn't think he was going to win. But it made me think about something. It made me think about something. Think made me think about my childhood. And you see, um, when I was a child, I remember I, one of the, my first movies that I would like watch all the time was Rocky Three, The one with Mr. T. I would watch that movie all the time. And, and I got a love for boxing just by watching Rocky Three. And then I remember one of the first fights that I've ever seen. Um was Larry Holmes versus Jerry Cooney. Then I get followed up with Duran versus Leonard, Leonard versus Hagler, Leonard versus Hearns, Hearns versus Hagler. Um And then, but it was always the heavyweights that seemed to capture your attention, at least at that time. In the late 80s, you had Mike Tyson, Evander Holyfield, bringing in the 90s, along with Reddit Bow, Lennox Lewis. Um, but then, somewhere... You know, Klitschko's came along in the late, in the early 2000s. And listen, the Klitschko brothers were good. They cleaned out the division. And it wasn't until recently that, like last year, that, you know, Anthony Joshua finally dethroned Klitschko. In one of the best fights I've ever seen. It was a great fight. Epic. I mean, he knocked him out. And this ain't the first time Klitschko's been knocked out. But. What I'm saying is, is that it was a great fight. I mean, it was a really, really great fight. And then you think a couple of years ago, Creed came out. So, heavyweight boxing, even though they were light heavyweights at Creed, but heavyweight boxing has always been, you know, some would say the cream of the crop. But I'll be honest, honest with you, the more skilled fighters are at the lighter weights. I've always said that. Um, but, you know, the Wilder-Ortiz fight, I'm telling you, man, it's one for the ages is one for the ages. I'll be honest with you. I really thought that Ortiz was gonna win that fight. I really did. I really did. But Wilder just with one punch, boom, changed the fight, ended the fight. A fight that he was losing, in my opinion, on my on Moscow course, he was losing. But man, it was a great fight. It's a great fight. Listen, it's on Showtime, and so I'm pretty sure that you can go and see. Um, See it on YouTube or whatnot. But it's a great fight. Worth checking out. And also, listen, you got Triple G versus Canelo Alvarez. Um, and Canelo Alvarez recently tested positive. You know, he had a positive uh, drug screening for this fight. Now, listen, this ain't the first time he's been caught. You know, it's the first time he's tested Positive. In fact, a lot of your favorite fighters have probably probably tested positive. Not a lot of them, but a few of them. Roy Jones, um, Shane Mosley. He, even though he kind of admitted it, Um, you know. So cheating in boxing, you know, people always looking for the advantage. But Canelo Alvarez. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Um, It might change the outcome of the fight. You just never know. You just never know. But anyway, with that being said, guys. Uh, I love boxing, and I promise you, next week I'm I'm gonna drop two podcasts next week. This is what I'm. This is the one thing I promise you, and I need you to listen to it because, like I said, uh, hopefully I'm gonna get a chance to announce something really really big, and you hear the train. Um, But I'm gonna be hopefully I'm gonna be able to announce something really really big, so you guys can get a chance to win, and I think you're gonna like it. Uh, So, and I'm gonna in the first. It's it's gonna be a series, so you're gonna to have to um, listen to the three podcasts and tweet me at the beard always wins or at Rashad, excuse me, at Armand Rashad or Rashad Armand. I can't remember my own Twitter handle, but anyway, I get that out to you. My link's in the bio on Instagram. But anyway, moving right along, moving right along. Um, Michael Blackson. If so, if you've been living, if if you. If you haven't been checking lately, Michael Blackson um, is now in a beef with Face On Love. Face On Love has some unkind things to say about Michael Blackson, and Michael Blackson is probably the one comedian or the one person that just, you know, you get on his bad side. He's gonna he's gonna make you pay one way or another. Now, everybody seemed to have an opinion about Michael Blackson versus Kevin Hart, and I get I get it, Kevin. I get where Kevin Hart was coming from. You know. Um he was saying hey he and Michael Blackson. All right, here's here's the background. Michael Blackson um pretty much gets clowned Kevin Hart about his cheating scandal. Um and yeah. And it kind of sparked a beef between them two. That the two Philly comedians, uh I guess they used to be cool. But um really not anymore, I guess. So Kevin Hart took offense. He said some things. Um, pretty much called him an Instagram model. And, yeah, it kind of went from there. And Michael Blackson was just been roasting him. And so other comedians had a lot of things to say. But Michael Blackson really took what Faison Love had to say. And the day on Instagram, he kind of roasted him. And, yeah. And I'll be honest with you, on Love, while... Well, I do like him in movies. I haven't seen I've never seen his stand up, and I don't know if his stand ups uh, too funny. You know before this last breakfast club interview, view, last time I seen Face I Love, he was throwing around a Avis rental car worker. Or maybe hurts. Who knows? But that's the last time I seen him, slapping around that guy. He went to jail um and the rest is you can look it up. But, yeah, Michael Blackson versus everybody. And, listen, I like Michael Blackson. Michael Blackson is hilarious to me. I mean, he's a hilarious comedian. Um, And, you know, we'll see where this goes. We'll see where this goes. But Michael Blackson versus everybody. Michael Blackson versus the world. Um, Yeah. So, uh, you got to check it out. Now, also, now the Breakfast Club has been, is one of those places, things, those shows and I don't really listen to it on the radio. For the most part, I always catch the interviews um, on YouTube. But, Deezus and Meryl and DJ Envy, now have, they have a beef. And Deezus and Meryl, uh, they made some jokes when DJ Envy was on the View with his wife. And just to kind of fill you in, uh, DJ Envy was caught in a cheating scandal, I think, with Erica Manor, who's now on uh, Love and Hip-Hop where, and whatnot, but, yeah, I, actually, she's on Love. she was on Love and Hip-Hop New York, now she's going to be on Love and Hip-Hop Atlanta, um, my wife watches those, I, actually, I watch them with her too, but we're not going to get into that, but with that being said, and, you know, he got into a cheating scandal, he apologized on there, you know, they were on the brink of divorce, and, you know... Deezus is narrow. I think it was Deezus who said, you know, yeah, she's here for the check. Something like that. Or at least that's how DJ Envy took it. So when they're on the breakfast club, DJ Envy checks them. He checks them and then they apologize. But DJ Envy was upset. He walked out. It was trending. And you know what? I kind of get where Envy's coming from. I do. You know, like, I, I won't lie. You know, you say something bad about my wife, you know. Yeah. We got we gonna have some words, and it might not be too many kind of words, but uh, DJ Envy, you know, he said what he said, and then he walked out of the interview after they apologized. And with them two being the clowns that they are, and when I say clowns, I mean like they're gonna clown every situation. I'm not saying they're they're brilliant, no. I am saying they're brilliant because they're on Vice Land. Actually, I like the Dee's the Meryl show, you know. But yeah, it got spicy, it got spicy real quick in their words, and you know. They manned up, they apologized, said, so, hey, look, it was jokes. We were just roasting. Um, but, you know, hopefully they iron everything out. Because when these and Meryl come on The Breakfast Club, it's actually good TV. It, it really is good TV. So, eh, you know, that's how it is. That's just how it is. But you know what? I want to um, talk about this Avengers War. Avengers to the Infinity War trailer. I'm still fresh off the Black Panther. I've seen it twice since its release date. I'm not going back to see it again, but I've seen it twice. And you know what? It's crazy. I still got to see Thor Ragnarok. I don't know how I managed to miss that movie, but I still got to go see that movie. But the Avengers 2 Infinity War trailer is amazing. it's, It's amazing. I can't wait for April the 27th. I'll probably see it April 28th, but I can't wait. To go see this movie. And I everything I told you guys, if you go back and you listen to the to my original Avengers Infinity, Avengers 2 Infinity War trailer podcast, you listen to that episode. I told you a couple of things. And Gamora confirmed it. She says ever since I've known him, he's only wanted to do one thing, and that was destroy half of the universe. Kill half of the universe. That's all Thanos wants to do. And I'm wondering, are they gonna bring in death? The entity of death. That's who Thanos is in love with. And I'm telling you, doing this movie, doing this, not movie, but these two and a half minutes, all you do is you see the Avengers kind of setting up for war and they get wrecked. They're getting wrecked, wrecked from Doctor Strange to Tony Stark to Spider Man. Uh, they're getting wrecked. They are getting wrecked. And you know it's gonna be good. I'm. I can't wait. I can't wait. In fact, today, um, me and Tony at work. Me, Tony, me and Tony had a good conversation. We were just talking about the X Men and the Fantastic Four and how they're gonna fit into the MCU. And you know, Tony made up a good point. In fact, he made up a brilliant point that you know. He said, you know, because of how the movies are, is that you know. You still got the sequel, you got Avengers War, Avengers Infinity War, Part 1 and 2, The Black Panther, Ant-Man and Wasp, uh, Doctor Strange 2, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, Captain Marvel, and you know what, Captain Marvel is actually one I don't really want to see. I really don't want to see Carol Danvers. If I see Carol Danvers, I want to see her getting her life force drained from Rogue and Rogue becoming an the invulnerable, powerful juggernaut of the X-Men. That's what I want to see. But, nevertheless, probably won't happen, for obvious reasons. But, nevertheless, like, the X-Men, you're gonna... I'm just so interested to see how that's gonna... how they're gonna get rolled over into this MCU. And when are we actually gonna see it? Because, you know, we still got um, the Phoenix Saga. And I'm gonna be honest with you, I'm probably not gonna go see the the X-Men Phoenix movie. I'm just probably not just going to go see it. But I'm interested to see how they're going to roll them in. And speaking of which, you know, they got cable, cable, Deadpool and cable, or just Deadpool too. But hopefully it's it's going to be based off of the cable, Deadpool and cable, or cable and Deadpool, however, you know, it is, which was a good, good because they're like polar opposites from each other. So it was a really good comic. But here's my thing with Cable. Like, Cable himself, his stories, his background, he could actually be a franchise in his own. Like, you got the... I mean, honestly, he could. You got the X-Men, you know, Fantastic Four, which was horrible. And I'll be honest with you, like, the last Fantastic Four movie, which I thought was... If it had been called anything else other than the Fantastic Four... Would have been a good movie, but it wasn't, so it's up. But, 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 but. Cable, listen. Cable is a very complex story. There's so many things that you have to implement in order to get Cable's story right. Like you got to get the story right. Like even Deadpool. Like Deadpool. Well, I enjoyed the movie. People say, "Man, this is this wasn't the, the funniest, the funniest, the best movie." It was just kind of, it was good, but it was like, uh, to me. There are certain things about Wade Wilson that kind of got switched around, you know, and the fact that he's in love with Death, too, and Death makes him immortal, so him and Thanos, like, hate each other. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Things like that you got to implement, but that's just me being the comic book junkie that I am. But with that being said, with that being said, cable entering on um, film—it's amazing because Nathan Dayspring is my, or Nathan Summers is my one of my favorite characters. He is, he is. He's actually OP, like super OP, super OP. I mean, like really OP if he wants to be. But yeah, you gotta introduce. It's 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 so many things. Look. You gotta introduce Mister Sinister. You have to have Cyclops and Jean Grey get married. You gotta have Jean Grey getting dying in the Phoenix Saga. You gotta have Mister Sinister cloning Jean Grey. You gotta have. You gotta introduce time travel, which they kind of did in Days of Future Past, but no, this time you really have to introduce time travel. You got to introduce the Ascani tribe. You got to introduce Strife. I mean, it's so many levels to Cable. And then not to mention, like, uh, in the Cable, Cable in the Six-Pack or the Wild Pack. It was one of them. You know, it's so many things you got to introduce. How he takes on, takes the new mutants under his wings and calls them, turns them into X-Force. I mean, it's so many things to introduce Cable to get Cable right. And I just don't think it's setting it up right with a Deadpool movie. Having him appear in a Deadpool movie. But I get it. Deadpool is hot, so you want to cash in while you can. Ryan Reynolds finally made a good superhero movie. Although, I wouldn't... I'm in the minority when I say I don't think Green Lantern is that bad. But nevertheless, you got Cable in Deadpool. And it might be a good movie; it really might be, but I'm just not that interested in Negasonic Warhead, girl. You know, I'm just not. I'm not too. I'm not interested in Colossus, unless he's in the X-Men movie. And I just don't know how this is gonna begin, or how it's gonna end. It's probably gonna be a good movie, but the comic book lover in me is just gonna be like, uh, they could have did so much more. I guess that's why they say ignorance is bliss. But with that being said, good people, I want to tell you something. I really want to tell you guys something. So here I was, I was thinking to myself, you know, I'm a well-traveled southern man who's seen the world. I mean, like, I've been to great places like Amsterdam, Germany, Greece, Turkey, the island of Crete, which is Greece. Um, I've been in Czechoslovakia. I've been to Paris, I've been to Puerto Rico, I've been to the Bahamas. Um I've been to a lot of places, right? But here here I was, I was I was on Facebook. And listen, let me tell you something about me on Facebook. I don't comment. If you if you post if you post a comment or a status, I don't comment on it. Same thing on Instagram. I rarely comment on anything. Why? Because I I guess I've been older now. And I don't like the, all the notifications going off. That's just, so I just like it. And that means if I like it, that means, I, hey, I liked it. And I, I agree with you all. Congratulations with whatever you got going on. But, but, I'm on there, and I see this meme, and it says, kids are asking for iPhone 8. I just wanted this. And it's a picture of a mongoose. A mongoose is like a bike. I think think it's made by Huffy. But, man, I remember wanting that bike. I remember I said, I used to tell my mom, like, if I get this bike, if you buy me this bike. No, I'm lying. I I did not tell my mom if you buy me this bike. But in my mind, I told my mom, if you buy me this bike, I'll be able to do all these flips. I'm going to make a ramp. We're going to do this and that, this and that. And I won't even lie to you. The Mongoose bike, that's where you learn how to do tricks, you do, you do your tricks on that bike. Oh, man, the mongoose, man. I, and I just figured my, I just figured if I had that bike, I'd be able to ride faster than I could on a mountain bike, which is absolutely false. But that's just kind of how I felt. But anyway, childhood, man. Childhood. Childhood memories. In fact, one of my favorite things from my childhood, one of my favorite things to do. I don't know why it was, but I used to make suicides. How, how am I talking about suicides? So, you know, it's a podcast. It's my podcast. I talk about what I want to talk about. But um, yeah, I was a suicide. I remember getting saving my money. I had about two or three dollars. Going to the corner store, and we would walk to the corner store. And I remember getting a suicide. Man, I get a big cup, and I just go crazy. I mean. Everything's everything's in this drink from root beer to Coke to orange soda to Sprite, Diet Coke, um Mountain Dew, or you know everything. Bam, bam, bam. Even put a little Hawaiian Punch in it. And this is suicide. I used to get that and a what call it and Tom's salt and vinegar potato chips, potato chips. Yeah, Tom's salt and vinegar potato chips, and I was happy. I was happy. But somebody has, in the world, because the, because of the Internet, and people say, eat this, don't eat that, X, Y, Z. They want to burn potato chips and say, yeah, you know what? You shouldn't eat potato chips because it burns and the kitchen's on fire. Well, maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know what he did to the chips. But all I'm saying is this. Stop ruining everything, people. Stop ruining everything. Sometimes we don't want to know what's in the food. We just want it to taste good. Ignorance is bliss. Ignorance is is truly bliss at times. Now, I won't say ignorance is bliss on every situation, but sometimes ignorance is just bliss. Man, but this guy here gets on Facebook, shares his video of him setting the potato chip on fire. But listen, let me tell you something, people. Potato chips are good. And you know what else y'all need to stop doing? Y'all need to stop saying that McDonald's, that McDonald's doesn't taste good because the Big Mac tastes good. I know it's fast food. I know it's not good for you, but the Big Mac tastes good. The Whopper with no, no onions with cheese tastes good. The double stack, single stack from Wendy's tastes good the fries from all these places with the exception of Burger King Burger King fries are just tolerable but they taste good so you know what get off your high horse and every now and then go and get you a fish fillet or a Big Mac or a triple stack maybe even a monster burger if you're feeling spicy get you a Whopper or even a double Whopper if you're feeling double spicy but quit acting like this food isn't good. Because it is. And some people are going, somebody's going to say, it's not food. But it is. So, yeah, that's my rant. The food's good. I don't care what you tell me. Nothing like a Big Mac. Fries. I mean, hot fries. And a Coke to wash it down with. Nothing like that. I don't care what you tell me. I'm trying to ruin people's childhood and stuff. So. Ah, Haters, haters, haters. But anyway, I'm going to really wrap this up. So, listen, my jam of the week. This is the jam of the week. So, you all know, I'm all dog all the time. All dog all the dog on time. Listen, my wife knew she was marrying a dog. It's D-A-W-G, dog. Go, dogs. These dogs are hunt. And guess what? These are a hunt that's bought back. Wix Paxton and Tyreek McGee. Now, they've have, they have recorded a song called Woke There. And I'll be honest with you. The beat is good. It's catchy. And you know what? It's one of the better songs that I've heard all year. It's on Twitter. Just Twitter. Go to Twitter. Search Wix Paxson. W-I-X Paxson. Or just type in search Woke There. Press play and listen. And it, I promise you, it won't disappoint. It won't disappoint. And also, R.I.P., rest in peace to Craig Mack, Flavor in Your Ear. I still listen to that song to this day. I, I do. Craig Mack, Flavor in Your Ear. That is a hot track, especially the remix with Buster Rhymes. I think they got The Last Boy Scout, Biggie, um, LL Cool J. And, of course, Craig Mack. It's epic. It's epic. It's one for the record. So, record books. And it was his biggest record to date. But the in Your Ear Remax, man, it's a classic jam. So, listen, I gave you two of them. I gave you Wix Paxson, who just came out today, featuring Tyreek McGee. And I also gave you... Craig Mac flavor in your ear the remix two essential tracks that you gotta go listen to you gotta put them in your play- in your play um playlist and yeah, so with that being said good people i'm I'm going to wrap this podcast up and let like I said you're gonna have to listen to the next three podcasts. I got something special for you that's coming down the pipe, and I want everyone to. Listen, I want everybody to get a chance to win, okay? Next podcast, I'm going to reveal it to you guys, and I want you to win. You got to listen to it. Oh, and also, before I I forget, Nori's On The Run eating. N-O-R-E, Drink Champs Podcast. Actually, uh, The Life and Times of Melvin Flint, I think that's the name of it. That's one of my favorite albums, too. Nevertheless, he has a food show. He's teamed up with First We Feast from Complex. I think Charlemagne the God actually um is EP in this or he is the executive producer. But it's actually it's a good show. It's a different kind of food show. That's what they say. And it's actually good. It's worth watching. It is worth watching. So with that being said, good people, listen, may the force always be with you. May the odds always work in your favor. Live long and prosper. Stay golden pony boy. Forever Wakanda. And as always, go dogs, sick them. These dogs will hunt. You've been listening to the Beard Always Win Podcast. I'm your boy Amar shot. Please like, give me a rating on iTunes. I'm on Google Play. You can Google me, and now the Beard Always Wins podcast comes up whenever you Google the Beard Always Wins podcast. Thank you all for your support. I really appreciate you. Enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. And, um, oh, yeah, I have an awesome wife. I have an awesome life. I'm blessed. God loves me. He loves you, too. Y'all be good now. Bye.